from the gen club today we have a special guest all the way from texas his name is kromanichi oh hi kromanichi how you doing axel i'm great bro i'm so good man we have a lot to talk about i'm glad we're finally like i don't know how long we've been planning this one it's been a while it's been a minute it's definitely been a while bro but like even before i got in contact with you like i think it was over a year ago i was like i need to interview this guy I think it's when around the site started, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so it's been a while. Um, well, tight. So I'm excited to ask you plenty of questions. And then you also released a song recently um, that we're going to talk about. It's going to go kind of like full circle <laughs> in a weird way. Wow. Um, so, so deep. <laughs> all right. Let's just get into it because I feel like we're going to talk a good amount of, about everything. So... For background info, since I like having a little introduction, uh, where were you born and raised? Um, so I was born in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I was raised kind of all over like the Metroplex. It's just basically like the Dallas and Fort Worth area in Texas. Um, it's kind of like a larger portion in like northernish Texas. But yeah, um, I grew up there and I was born there and yeah. Awesome. And then... <laughs> it's funny because I always ask about going to school, but something recently is happening. <laughs> um, are you going to school currently? <laughs> yeah, uh, I was going to school for the past four years, but I graduate soon. So, but yeah, I like I was here at Rice University in Houston um, since the fall of 2014. So, and then, for a minute, in terms of your degree, or do you have multiple degrees that you're pursuing that you're about to get? I I'm studying sports management um, with kind of like trying to focus on sports marketing and I'm minoring in business. So like I actually my major has nothing to do with music, which I don't know. It's it's so it's different from a lot of the people that I hear. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm, you know, studying this or that or whatever, music production or theory or et cetera, et cetera. But it's been pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's not, that's not the most surprising thing <laughs> about getting a <laughs> degree. Uh, I've interviewed other people that definitely have no knowledge in music, like literal, literally, or like uh, book-wise, academically. <laughs> so it's not a surprise at all. So that's awesome. Though, Thank congrats, you. even though I've said that to you off the call. <laughs> but congrats. Um, so much, man. Thank you. So awesome. Um, all right, let's even let's go a little further back. We're gonna keep going further back, and then eventually we're gonna lead back into. Uh, your discography so far um why did you choose the name Kromanichi? this is a great question uh so i actually like the name is a family name it it started 
um, way, way, way back when I was like just a little baby. So basically, like my mom uh, used to, my mom and I like I was like maybe like one two years old. She used to like turn on figure skating, like gymnastics and stuff for like during the Olympics and whatnot. Was this like one gymnast? I think her name was. Her name was Natalie Komanich. So like from that, like you know how names just kind of like implant themselves in like your head and you just kind of get used to it. Uh, but like my mom, like when making me like food, she would just like you know maybe cook up like some spaghetti and she put a little chef hat on my head and call me like <laughs> Cristiano Cromonici. Like that was like me. Like that was like what she called me as a little kid. So. Um, I kind of grew up with that little name. Um, I left it and I like, kind of forgot about it for a minute. And my aunt, she just like messaged me out of the blue and was like, how's my Cromanichi doing? And I was like, OMG, OMG, OMG. I've been looking for a good name. And I was like, that actually means something to me. And like, with it from there. And now I stand before you as Cromanichi. Wow. That has some history to it. Damn, I did not expect that at all. Uh, right? You thought <laughs> this is some wild stuff, right? It's kind of crazy. It could, wow. I could get a little deeper with it, but it's like... It would get kind of meta and weird, and I was like, "Oh, we're, I'm totally fine with meta and weird." <laughs> um, totally accidental. Like my mom's name is Nicole, and like second half of Nietzsche like translates to Nicole, and like chromo can either mean color, which I like it to mean, but it also can mean extension. So technically, like her calling me Chroma Nietzsche was her calling herself in this weird way of saying like extension of Nicole, mm-hmm. which is like saying like I'm her kid. So it's just weird. Like kind of builds on itself. So. I honestly did not expect that. So, um, so yeah. then, in terms of like your name, since you were thinking of a name, did you have previous aliases at all, or was that the one that just like stuck right away? I had one. Well, my name was like all three of my names start with C. Um, so I was like C three for a minute, and that was because I was I, I was trying to do some weird like sciency thing. It was really dumb. <laughs> I was basically like <laughs> I was trying to do like centripetal force, which is like some kind of it's like this force that holds things like to the center when I don't know. It's like when you, it's like some kind of force where it's like, it's a circular motion force or something. I don't do physics and stuff anymore, but anyway, send trip was like kind of a spin off of that. And then also if you take like the trip from like trip and then like the C from sin, it was like trip C. This is stupid. <laughs> and I was like, I was like trying to be triple C again and C three. It was just bad. And I didn't like it. I was not ever really connected to it. That was the two that I went through was C3 and Centrip. Interesting names. <laughs> so then were were you those names on SoundCloud before Kromanichi or did you yeah. have like the same profile that was Kromanichi? Yeah, like those are like I changed my name like I changed my SoundCloud name from Centrip to Kromanichi like I think it was 2015 leading into 2016. Okay. So I was in trip for a while, um, and then I switched to Chromanichi kind of like mid-year. I tried a bunch of stuff. I was like, I tried to be this guy. I tried to be key glider for a little bit too, but that was just dumb, and I just felt silly. I was like, what? I sound like some meme. So I just like, <laughs> so this is like, you know, screw it. And I went with Chromanichi. Um, Sam G a bit with like the lowercase letters and like the periods and stuff. So I was like, tight. It was like the the aesthetic at the time, you know. It was like Monte Booker, Montel, all of them were like lowercase M, you know, lowercase everything. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, yeah. So I feel it. That was kind of that that transition. Yeah. Interesting, man. You changed a good amount of names, but I like I like Chromanichi. That's how I know you as. So that's why I'm like, 
ticking Tight. away in all these different names. <laughs> You're like, dude, wow, do- freaking dodged a bullet there. Like, <laughs> the heck? Uh, I can't even imagine. Like, I'd be so disappointed in myself if I blew up with the name Key Glider. Like, <laughs> I'd quit. <laughs> reminds me of Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> That's what it I'm a little, me. like, an Abby. I just like I'm some, like, wee, like, Abby or some shit. I just, uh, trash. No thanks. <laughs> awesome. Um, even going, well, maybe it's around the same time, uh, like, going back a little bit. Since, I mean, your name comes from something that's way further back than I think any other name that I've interviewed about. So, um... Does your hometown influence your artistry and music? Yeah, not particularly. Um, I moved around a lot as a kid, so I didn't really like, I can't really say I have like, like Dallas, Fort Worth is just kind of a larger area and they kind of encompass like a a lot of smaller cities um, that I stayed in um, or like smaller towns. I can't say cities, but smaller towns that like I stay in. Mm -hmm. Not, Not specifically like, I don't really have like a tie. Like I haven't written a song about home before. So, okay. Gotcha. Just had to ask. Sometimes there isn't any, so that's why we always have varied answers to this all the time. <laughs> For sure. Um, were the people who raised you musically inclined? My mom actually is a producer and singer herself. Uh, she sang and produced for a long time. Um, she's been on SoundCloud like she hasn't posted in like seven years, like on SoundCloud. So it's been a long time, but like, she has a whole SoundCloud started. page. <laughs> Legit, like she was at there at the beginning. She like kind of suggested that like I get on it. She taught me the beginning things in Pro Tools, um, and like kind of showed me the ropes there. She kind of works like she used to work off of like bigger key stations, so she would like use the keyboards that you can like record into. Like they were like a big DAW. Um, so she doesn't have like any familiarity with that software now, but she was like she definitely produced um, under the name Nikki Blue. If you go to her page, it's literally, like, my stuff reposted all the way back until, like, 2015. Yeah, so, like, my mom, super, super, like, musically inclined. And, yeah, uh, I kind of interact with my dad a little bit. I have I don't talk to him anymore. Um, mm-hmm. But my my dad played upright bass. Um, but I, he, he didn't really, like, had some, some knowledge of, like, uh, the program I currently use now, Reason. And, like, I used to kind of fiddle around in that for a little bit. But, um and that was when I was like around 14 or 15, but I didn't really ever like do anything that I was like proud of or that I used. So that kind of like I doubt more or less. Um, so I don't really like, I can't really credit him as much because like I've kind of grown a lot thanks to my mom and learning the stuff on my own. So yeah. Cool. Wow. Man, even your mom has history with SoundCloud. That's crazy. <laughs> That's our first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. literally slide in and be like hey listen to this like back when swindale was online she was like i really like this song by swindale and i was like what the heck mom like, oh man i miss swindale damn um cool that's awesome i need to check her profile out because that's that's it's pretty crazy how she was in the beginning because i was definitely not at the beginning of sound that was like 2008 <laughs> so 10 years ago <laughs> yeah <Damn>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
I guess the music y'all you all know now um like December of 2014 so it's been almost four years now um I started right here in college um and that at the same time I started playing piano um around the same time I started like kind of like learning production so yeah like December of 2014 so about three and three and a half years now so yeah December 2014, cool. And then a more specific, like, well, specific question, but more open-ended, like, why did you start making music? For me, there were, like, two big reasons why I started making music. Um, The first kind of overarching thing is just the fact that, like, I've always wanted to make an impact on the world in some way, and I felt like with music, I had, like, the best opportunity to do that. Uh, Specifically, just, like, I don't know, music is one of those things where you can convey emotion, you can like draw pictures. Um, you can just do music and just have it just be something different completely. Um, and then like, I thought that that was like something cool. And I felt like I had an opportunity to impact there. On the other hand, I like was always really interested in music because of like my mom and her influence. Like she's, she does great music. And like, I just, and then when she introduced me to it, I just never wanted to leave. So Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. So next, what's the process of creating music for you? For sure. Um, honestly, bro, it's, <laughs> it's funny you ask. It's kind of a shit show. Um, I literally, like, it can happen in any way. Sometimes I just make trash beats to kind of take a break from collabs and all the types of stuff. And 
like they end up being like real songs and i'm like oh man i should release this um on the other side like sometimes i just like make these little loops like just like eight bar loops i'm just going and the metronome's going i'm just kind of like making beats and stuff and then it becomes a song um and then like on the other side of that like sometimes i start with like an intro and i feel like when i start with intros that's probably like the most like regular way that i do stuff is just kind of like build a really cool intro and then like the rest of the song kind of starts to come together. Gotcha. Yeah, because, like, in terms of your production style, usually I could tell from intro, like, you're having fun with it, as you explicitly say. (laughs) Um, And then, like, the second drop or so, like, you could tell, like, you put a different kind of effort to it that uh, unifies the song as a whole for sure. Uh, Um, So going more (laughs) uh, (laughs) in-depth... Sometimes I like mimicking interviews in a way because some of them are just like kind of like a parody in itself. Literally <laughs> a parody. <laughs> um, how would you describe the music you create? For sure. Um, and simply put, uh, emotive, bouncy, uh, and colorful. I like to think that they like my music is like emotional in a way and i like to think that it's somewhat like you can see like these little color splashes when you hear a song um and then yeah bouncy of course because i just really like making stuff that makes people dance mm-hmm. and then are, are like i know some of them maybe most of them uh fall in line with this question but are they based on your own experiences Oh, tight. Um, yeah, almost ex- like almost exclusively my own experiences. Um, some of them came from like moments in time where I was feeling a certain way. And it's just like, like Joy, for instance, one of my songs where I just like I was really happy and I was like, oh, my gosh, like I have to make something like really exciting and fun. And, you know, it's kind of like spun off that. So, yeah, like most of them come from like my own experiences. Um and what's going on in my life at the time. The next question, because uh, since we're going to talk about your entire discography to an extent, um, yeah. <laughs> um, specifically, I was going to ask this one later on, but I realized it's best to ask this now. With your artwork, is it a collaborative effort with yourself, and then hopefully I'm not butchering this artist's name, Yukari Ochi? Mm-hmm. So is it a collaborative effort with yourself and Yukari Ochi? Um, so it, it was more, so there's like a, I don't know if you've seen a shift lately, but basically the first art up until like Faith with Patches is her. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, she sent me a sample for my banner and I kind of like reworked it, changed the hues, um, took little samples of it, kind of like how Montel did with his artwork and just kind of took pieces of like the same picture, um, and used that for my artwork and changed the colors up. Um, but recently I learned how to do the stuff in Photoshop and like Intimi's artwork, Shift's artwork, my banner, um, my SoundCloud Avi, all that stuff is like myself now. So it's it's a somewhat of a collaborative effort. It's just that she did like the first half, taught me and then showed me kind of like or told me, gave me feedback on like how I was doing with the new artwork. And I've been doing it myself ever since. Awesome. That's really dope. Definitely have Thanks, a specific like color tone and palette going on there for each song it's really yeah man. <laughs> thank you um okay <laughs> now we're gonna get into some old stuff because the internet two years from 
uh, in the past is pretty old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but your current oldest public upload on your SoundCloud profile as Komanichi, not not your earlier stuff like C3 or Key Glider. <laughs> LMAO. <laughs> um, uh, the first song we're going to talk about that it's public right now. I don't know if he'll take it down anytime soon, um, mm-hmm. but it's called Frustrated. Oh, <laughs> yes. And it was uploaded on March 25th, 2016. And in case you're wondering where I got the, the date, it's in the code. That's what SoundCloud mm-hmm. provided. So if it's wrong, I'm sorry. Nope. Blame I SoundCloud. always peep that. I always <laughs> peep the code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on this song two years after its release? Man, it literally it's like a time capsule for me. I literally go back to the exact moment I was making this song and it just hits me like still very hard i hear it i'm like ah eh, kick is not that good you know whatever like i have like my own production critiques but like in terms of the emotion that i like brought to the table with it i think that like it's like it's weird it weirdly encapsulated exactly how i felt at the time and anytime i listen to it i'm just like wow like to listen to like that song and then to kind of look at where i was where i am like now with how i'm conveying it thoughts and stuff through music uh, i'm just like wow kind of cool definitely like not that you know crazy not that good i'm like gosh like why did i do certain things but i mean it's it's it was like kind of like the birth you know <laughs> the birth the birth of chromo <laughs> terms of release releases was this your first official release as Kromenichi? uh um i i want to say no question mark i'm not even sure <laughs> i don't two years ago was such a long time this was definitely not my first release as Kromenichi. um but yeah it's weird because i changed names and stuff and i don't actually remember when i did all that I just do remember it was like definitely at like before two years. So maybe this might've been my second one, but this is definitely the first one that I was like, you know, this is good enough to leave up mm-hmm. and people like can listen to like the progression of like my music. Gosh. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Like 
I, I didn't get into your stuff until way later because I didn't hear about you for a while. I forget exactly which song. Um, it's probably Call Me. But hey, <laughs> um, we'll definitely talk about that in a sec. But uh, yeah, <laughs> so like hearing your progression, I could definitely tell where like the foundation stemmed from to what you're releasing today. Uh, so like that progression is pretty interesting to see. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll definitely dive into that as we go along because we're going to go chronologically. Um, Tight. Songs, at least the ones oh. that I handpicked because I feel like there might be some significance. And of course, later on, we'll be, we'll like reflect back to see which ones might have influenced you more today um for sure for sure all right so let's continue on your discography so one of your early songs in 2016 is called mama uh that was uploaded yeah. on, <laughs> uploaded on may 8th 2016 um, <laughs> what inspired the title and its creation for sure that was mother's day um of <laughs> 2016 um i like the vocal samples you hear in there are her singing oh um so i definitely coming full circle (laughs) yeah right (laughs) it's kind of crazy like yeah that entire every vocal sample you hear in there is like hers like manipulated um in some way um but i like worked on it the night before mother's day and gave it to her as a gift and uploaded it um and yeah that's it was kind of like had like a weird you know it's got like not weird, but it has like some old school vibes at the end, and it's kind of jazzy and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that's that's the inspiration. It was a Mother's Day gift. Next up, shared on September 1st, 2016, was a house tune called... <laughs> this one's my favorite because it's just three exclamation points. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and I love when people are like, well, how do I even say this? I'm like, I don't even know. I make a face to it. And they're like, I, I, that, that won't translate in a podcast version. Of right, this. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> um, with this one, why did you name it? three exclamation points because usually your like titles are words um oh man dude i was literally in kind of i was still in i was still finding my brand in the way that i wanted to do things and like trying to make things consistent so this exclamation point thing is just kind of like i don't know if i was excited or i'm actually not even sure like i just remember making the song and being like yo like i really like this 
and I may have seen somebody use like some question marks or something as a title. Um, and I was just kind of like, huh, interesting. I wonder like if I can convey that same kind of emotion or that vibe. So yeah, that one's like this weird, that house tune. I like, I don't know. It, it, it has, there's really no difference in like the process of the song. It was just like, I was a wild fool and I was doing ridiculous things with my names. And I was like, eh, fuck it. Let's use three exclamation points. <laughs> and awesome. now it's impossible to reference. They're like, you know, that one track, uh, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, which is like so awkward. Cause it's only three characters, but it's like such a mouthful. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. terms of like since you use exclamation points and specifically symbols did did you ever name another song like this before never bro i'm telling you like it was a shit show like i literally just i was trying things i was like oh let me do like lowercase letters let me do like big spaces because you might talk about one of my songs explode later and like it's literally like spaced out letters it's just like i'm literally doing (laughs) yeah i'm just doing whatever i was just trying things um i like hadn't quite nailed down what i wanted to a sound like and b like well not even i guess like what i don't know i kind of developed how i sounded from other like how people like told me i sounded and they were like i was like oh interesting i didn't know i did this and I started doing it consciously but yeah um there's no there's literally no good reason bro i'm sorry <laughs> no, that's, that's <laughs> fine i'm just curious like <laughs> that one stands yeah. out obviously since it's a different title than anything yeah. else um all right, <laughs> I got an answer. That's all I nice. need. Um, the next nice. song we're going to talk about was uploaded on December seventh, twenty sixteen. We're just flying through twenty sixteen since it's a lot to talk about between now and then. Um, based off the hashtags for the song, because usually you don't have many hashtags. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> early ones you definitely did. Uh, I had so many, bro. I thought that was the key to getting played. <laughs> Oh man, what a definitely, sad life! Definitely not. Um, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It is easy to see who influenced you uh, in making this one, such mm-hmm. as Sam Gallatry, West One, Mo Vibes, and then Herzaloid. I believe that's how you pronounce that name, Herzaloid. Yeah. Um, which I don't, I don't know if that artist does. I haven't heard anything new from Herzaloid in a while. Um, yeah. The song is called "What's Up." Um, yeah. <laughs> what were you aiming to accomplish differently when creating this song compared to your other work in 2016? Yeah. For sure. Um, so two things. First thing uh, is like, A, I was trying to make things louder. That may sound silly, but like literally there was like this fat loudness war going on. And like if your stuff wasn't loud, I felt like you didn't get plays or something. So I wanted to be loud F. Yeah, and I was like, decibel, the whole song. literally like <laughs> the entire song is just a fat wave. Like I just wanted it to be like, you know, I just wanted I did. But like, seriously, I just wanted it to be like louder. I wanted my mastering and like to be like, to par with like what other people were hearing. And then the second thing is like, I wanted to, I started like using certain types of vocal chops. And also I wanted to do the, like the trap drums to dance, like, like a house transition, like smoothly. That was like one of the first times I'd done that consistently. And like the reason why I tagged Sam G in that is because that's something that like, I know of, I knew him to do f- first i'd never heard anybody else do something like that like trap 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 and then all of a sudden it's like omg this is house and you're just like ah like what am i doing i can't breathe like this is too much it's so good i can't stop dancing (laughs) (laughs) literally what's happening to my feet right now help like like i'm literally like the he just like inspired that um mo vibes it was just like the drum processing and stuff and hers the vocal samples um west one the loudness once again like the guy is like (laughs) known for having loud kicks so um, yeah, that was kind of like where I went with that. That was what I tried to accomplish. to 2017 in your discography on january 8th 2017 you shared a song called call me Woo! <laughs> you experimented with vocals off your phone for this one um 
Was this your first upload that had your vocals like explicitly in it? Yes, sir. Fully, fully. That was the first one. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. It was the first one. Um, and then how difficult was it? Omg, bro. Okay, so I used my phone. Um, so like, and I ha- I don't have like you know people say like oh I use my phone and it's like high key an iPhone six with like a good ass microphone and like no this is like my it's like my LG like K seven it's like this kind of like it's not a bad phone but it's just like not a good microphone so like it took a lot of processing to get it right and also the weird thing was like one thing in one part of the song um, when it gets really 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 bouncy and like everything kind of glitches out and it comes back in. Um, I'm like harmonizing with Drake uh, over the top of it. And I like chopped myself to like the right. So I could like use the chops to like harmonize with Drake. It was a lot. So it was like kind of difficult, but like I really felt like it was worth it. Cause it gave me, it made me, made it feel like it was like more my song rather than like, just like a hotline bling remix, you know? Especially from like a, I think it was a, a kit from Doki Doki on this one. Yeah. And I think Naji also influenced you on this one. Yeah, yeah. It was it was the Naji sample pack. So he had just said he just hooked me up with like Doki Doki. Oh, hooked everybody up. It was like he just posted on Facebook. He's like, "Hey guys, decided to give away my sample pack for free," and I was just like, "OMG, OMG!" Like, <laughs> I hopped on it immediately, and he had this one sample of him harmonizing. And or this one song with him singing like a falsetto note, and it's kind of like it's the there's like this vocal that's kind of like ah 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 like it's kind of like going up and down Da-a-a, in the background, and it's like harmonized, and like I just kind of like his vocal pack. That was the first time I'd used that, and one way I was like kind of trying to network with him was just like show him like hey like I really appreciate you, and I use this in like a really dope song that like I really you know. I, that I like made and I was like really attached to at the time. So um, he liked it and it was like really cool to like see him be like down, you know? So yeah, Doki Doki sample pack. That was like a few of the vocals in there. I can't tell you specifically which ones they are, but yeah. for sure those in the background. 
That's awesome. <laughs> really cool. Um, <laughs> Thanks, bro. And that was like officially the first time you tried your vocals, and we're gonna definitely get more into that since, as of now, you've you've been singing and everything. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. we'll definitely get into those questions and specific songs in a little bit. Not that not that far along, um, but really close. Um, yeah. But, one of your collabs that was shared on March 17, 2017, it was a song with Sofa Sound called Lost in You. Oh, nice. Um, how is it blending your styles together? Nice. Um, so Sofa, Sofa hit me up for this collab, and he was like, he told me, he was like, bro, I need you to do like some Zadi Bounce. And I was like, OMG, I've never tried that in my life. Zadi <laughs> is like one of the hardest artists I feel like to emulate ever because like there's so much going on in his tracks. Mm-hmm. So like for him to say like, I need you to give me like some Zadi flow. I was like, that's a tall order sofa sound, but all right, <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it my best shot. Uh, what it ended up being was like this weird kind of like Zadi knockoff, but like kind of like Chromanichi inspired. So like the first drop, um, the intro, the da, 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 like the little piano intro, like that's his sample that he kind of reworked, and I kind of worked with the intro and did like my little vocal chops, kind of like up and down, whatnot. Um, um, but then, so I did the first drop, and then he kind of worked on the second um, and third drop. We kind of like morphed some elements, brought some stuff together. Um, so it was just kind of like, you know, one of those things where we each get a drop and then it's, instead of it being like a merging of our sounds, it was more of like a cypher, um, with, you just kind of like get a piece and you go at it, you know? Um, so yeah, that was kind of how that went. He had me do the final master and mix and uh, the artwork and we hit it. That was it.
I'm, that's thanks, so man. Cool. <laughs> I, I <expect laughs> Thank a, you. A Zadi influence on that one too. Specifically. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, Zadi. I don't. When's the last time he's released something? Uh, yeah, Crystal. I think is his last song, but yeah, I don't even. It's, it's been a minute. So. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. But yeah, that's really cool. Um, awesome. Okay. So that's one of a few collabs we're going to talk about because there is a good amount of collabs that you have too. But LMAO, yeah, uh, we're not going to be able to talk about all of them. That's not this type of interview. <laughs> um, yeah. So on April second, twenty seventeen, another song you released is called Bliss, and I was yes, like, I was like trying to figure out like the the best question to ask about this song. But yeah, I'm just gonna think of something on the spot because like usually I have some at least somewhat indication of notes to that tell me what kind of question i should ask um for sure i'm gonna just do impromptu question uh like what positive influence at this time or like the time that you were making this song helped create bliss omg um because it's really specific to say bliss so yeah 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 yeah. trying to think of a question that coincides with that Um, yeah um so weird thing also about my music is i actually name it after i make it so I was like in a good mood because I accidentally made this chord progression. Like the intro, it's like kind of starts in like a and it's kind of like really simple. And then like I don't know if you you've noticed it but it kind of like goes in and the vocal chops come in mm-hmm. and there's like this kind of like a like a cylindrical bass like Woom, do 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 and kind of like goes in you know, and does a thing and like so that part was an accident bro so what happened was i was in the piano roll and i accidentally pressed an extra note right <laughs> and like i was like i just had played that chord and when i like was selecting the note to delete it i accidentally selected the whole chord and drug it down like one and it like changed it and made it sound like this progression I'd never heard. And I was like, OMG, OMG, OMG. And I started freaking out. And like, I promise, like I like blinked and I had like two minutes and 30 seconds of a song. I showed it to like my manager at the time or my manager. uh, And then he just was like, Oh, this is really great. You should add some more melodic stuff to it. And then I came back and I like worked on it again. Like I blinked and it was like, just there for a moment and gone. And like, Honestly, like I go back and try to like remember like what I was doing when I was making this song, and like for me, that's the reason why I called it bliss. It's just because like for me, bliss is kind of like this fleeting feeling of like super happy. You hold on to it for as long as you possibly can, but like before you know it, it's kind of over, and then you're like, oh wow, that was nice. Because like when bliss is sustained, it's not really bliss anymore. You know what I mean? So yeah, like bliss was just kind of like this really like this sort of happenstance where I just like just some cool stuff took place and I was like wow and I was like oh my gosh this is so exciting and like then everything just kind of came to me and I was like you know let's let's do it you know
answering that about bliss because that's definitely gives some light of like your tiling and then just your creative process even more so for um, sure so on for june sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. on june 25th 2017 you shared a song called rush um Woo. first off this was a pivotal moment because you hit 3,000 followers on soundcloud around this time um, in comparison, at the time of this recording, you have about 11.4k followers. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, so, like, in terms of, like, your progression during that time, what do you feel was garnering <clears throat> attention towards your music? Because, I mean, it, it definitely skyrocketed more so. But, like, how do you feel it became, like, impactful to people to recognize you as an artist as Chromanichi like do you feel are you doing things that were being showcased in it and were like there's like a message that maybe came across that people f- resonated with um what do you think you were doing at the time yeah oh man that's a good question um so yeah at the time i felt like i was just like genuinely like grateful for everything that was happening um, I think that people can get behind the fact that like, like, I mean, you just heard me say, wow, when you told me about my followers and I'm just like, I mean, cause I, <laughs> like I, I look at it, but like, I don't, I don't pick up the fact that like, that was, that's like a big jump for me, like, um, to be at that, like, you know, at that place and 20, 2017 in itself was a ridiculous year for growth. So I think like people were really like pleased with how genuinely like happy I was about everything that was going on. Um, and I think it showed in my music, I brought a lot of energy in the, the tracks that were like released, that slew of like releases. There's like, you know, Shook and Power and Rush and all like there's like a whole, you know, list of them that go on about a month apart from each other. Um, but when Rush came out, like you said, like I think that people were excited to hear more high energy stuff from me. Um, and yeah, they were like you know, they were liking the way that like things were coming. And also I'd like, by this time I had gotten a a handle on how I wanted my mixes to sound and people really liked, you know, they said that they were clear and um, I was excited. Like it was, it was a good moment for me to, you know, kind of feel, I felt like at this point people were like, like I said, you know, they were, you know, happy for me and they liked the energy I was bringing in my music. Awesome. That's a great answer. I, I literally just came up with that question right now, too. So, <laughs> nice. Genuine question. Um, oh, man. That's a great question. Cool. So, talked about Rush, but specifically since, it, as you said, high energy f- for the name um, and just the overall feel, how long <laughs> How long did it take you to make that song? Yeah. Um, so, this is like one of my longer tracks in terms of like how long it took me. Um, it was about a like, 
I want to put I don't want to put a day on it because I only work like hours of a day, I guess. So I started this when I was at work and it was probably a maybe a 12, uh, 12 to 13 hour effort. So collectively, it was about a two day process. Um, Yeah, this one was this one was I like it was calculated. I was like I, I had. Originally, it was supposed to be for Future Collective's uh, issue eight release mm-hmm. called Euphoria. And I was like, how do I make something euphoric? Like, I want something high energy. Like, you know, it's euphoric. Like, you see it and it's like crazy. Um, and Rush was supposed to be that song. Um, and turns out that I, I ended up making another track, like, maybe a week later that was, like, also euphoric. And he wanted that one more. So I got to keep Rush. And, Yeah. shying away from experimenting with vocals you shared a song called my girl on july 30th 2017 oh yeah <laughs> <That has laughs> and i'm pretty sure i wrote a piece about this one a while back um yeah what was it like being able to share your voice and lyrics with people oh that was a big weight lifted um so fun fact this song was actually like there was like an unreleased version of this song that had been kind of shopped around to my friends uh, February, like for Valentine's day for my girlfriend. Um, And it was kind of like incomplete. It's about two minutes long, but like I I recorded everything on my phone and it was so stressful, like four part, like, you know, like four part harmony and like a lead vocal and verses and stuff like all on my phone. It just took way too much time. So, um, and also I wasn't happy with the mix so like everyone kept telling me like you should just release it as is it sounds fine but like i wanted to do it right um so i waited for my girlfriend as one year anniversary and it was like this weight lifted because like not only was i able to like sing but like it was a mix that i was happy with and like i was like you know there were lyrics that i was happy with um it was just like very it was like a cathartic i think that's the best way i can put it Crazy 
know you, you know me Further on, never in the movies Then we downtown, then I'm on seat Grinning in the head, cause I asked you to leave My girl, yeah Things ain't been the same since you came Thank you, in man. Your, in your collection of songs, <laughs> um, but since you got, you, you like dived into the story behind the song. How did your significant other feel about the song while you were working on it and after it was released? Word. So all this is in secret. Um, <laughs> so we, yeah, it was like a surprise, like anniversary gift. Um, so we were just kind of like, oh, you know, we were just we've been dating for a year and. Uh, it was like our first you know it's like oh like you know this is a big time you know let's do it and so like this is like i've been working on it for the entire week um this is probably this song probably took me the longest out of everything because i had never mixed vocals before so yeah like she had no idea that i was working on it um and like just didn't know and then i just like we were in the car on our way to like the like our it was like date night we were just like hanging out the night of our anniversary and i was like hey like what's this and i like, turned it on for her and she's just like like she gives me this look like what, what, what? no way and like it's kind of like like you and then like i waited and she didn't like the part that i added was right when i start talking and the piano comes in and then like i kind of like you know you know, it's like, <clears throat> and I, I kind of clear my throat and like start talking to her, like, "Hey, baby," and like I start like you know basically talking to her in it. Um, I was like kind of bold because I was like, "OMG!" Like this is like I'm high key just out here talking about like my relationship <laughs> on SoundCloud in a song. Yeah. So I was like, "Eh, whatever," you know, screw it. Um, and she kind of like grew closer and closer to you. Like she really liked it, and then it was like, "Babe, I can't believe you were like talking to me in a song," and like. <laughs> people are like listening to that part and like they know that like that's about me and i'm just like i know right like you know kind of like you know smugly sitting there like yeah i know you know i try every now and then so that was cool she received it really well she was really like happy about it that's awesome damn so it was a long process for that dude and then just keeping it a secret oh my god it was a grind i could be tired she's like oh why are you so sleepy and like i'm like oh you know just had a long night (laughs) oh you know (laughs) yeah nothing big she's like oh yeah like what are you working on and like yeah god just some songs yeah so it was chill man that's awesome man I'm excited to continue talking about more of these songs. Uh, yeah. So the next <laughs> upload, 
was shared on September 1st, 2017. It was not on your profile specifically, but it was a collab. Um, what was it like working with Wise on Fool's Oh, gee. <laughs> on Fool's oh. Gold and adding your own flavors oh, to it. Oh, my God. Bro, this is literally a godsend. I was screaming. Like, so the collab, the collab was like literally just magical the whole way it just unravels. So it starts off on Twitter. Out of nowhere, I wake up and this guy that I knew from London, like that likes my music, just like retweeted one of my songs. And then Wise comments and he's like, OMG, who the fuck is this guy? What? <laughs> what song and like, was it? Do you know and like, um, it was just like, it was like a, a compilation of my tracks. Okay. So it was like something that Treehouse Fives had put out, I think, or it was just like, um, at the time, I think maybe Power or uh, Rush had been out, something. Mm-hmm. It was around that time. And so long story short, I'm just like, I'm on Twitter and I'm freaking out because like, he's like, OMG, like Chromanichi, who is this, this guy's crazy, like easily one of my favorites right now. And I'm just like tripping out because Wise is like my top, in my top five, like one of my inspirations, like hands down. So like for him to be like tripping out was like, me about to like burst a blood vessel from screaming and like <laughs> trying not to like die and i'm just like omg omg so he's just like so of course like as as a fanboy i like slide in his dms and i'm like omg omg like <laughs> i'm so words. glad you literally those exact <laughs> words i'm like omg omg like thank you so much I, i'm so glad you like and he's like what the fuck like of course and he's like yeah like it's so good and like i like kind of like trip out and I let a few days pass and i slide back into his dms and i'm like yo, man, you know, would love to, like, one day be able to work on something together. I think that would be so cool, you know. Just kind of hinted at it. He's like, what the fuck? You can do that anytime. Send me something. I'm like, <clears throat> so, like, gas and, like, freaks out. And I'm like, oh, my God, okay. So, like, I go and I, like, was listening to his tracks. And I'm like, oh, it was just, like, it was heavenly. Like, I sent him. When I send collabs, sometimes I send them without drums. Um, just, like, melodies that I kind of work together. And this is one of them. And, like, he sent me back with drums and his bass line and, like, the vocal he added and i was just like ooh, and it's just like <laughs> oh and then he sent me it back and i was like i have to body this shit like i can't go low-key like this is my one chance to collab with wise like i have to do this like justice so he sent it back to me and like i just worked on the second drop and it just all came together and i got to like oh man it's just a dream come true like for people to hear that and be like oh my gosh chromanichi right here and i'm just like ah like this is on Wise's page and like this Wise and he doesn't he literally doesn't have a single uploaded collab on his page like mm-hmm. he he doesn't collab with other people so for that to be up there it's like it meant something so um I was freaking out long story short it was high key a dream come true um <laughs> and thank you for taking me back there because oh my gosh like I've yeah. Uh, there's uh, there's been moments like that recently but nothing came close to like the feeling of like him being like omg like this is amazing and i'm just like wow i'm just glad, wow because that song is really damn good so that's why dude <laughs> <laughs> thank you bro um, yeah. oh man you are right though i don't see any collabs on his page so. yeah no yeah I, i'm just like well and in case <laughs> anyone was wondering besides <laughs> kominichi screaming during the song title let's go with wise <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a story. (laughs) Oh, man.
let's talk about one of your versatile collaborations and the only full collab you've shared on your own page at this time that I, I'm pretty sure that I've seen. Not like reposts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super bouncy and aggressive, and I say that in a positive light, aggressive, because it's definitely an aggressive track, and it's really addicting. I, like, the first time I heard it, I played it maybe ten times in a row, so... Wow! Um, wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was released on November 19th, 2017. The collab is with Patches. Yes, sir! Uh, it's a track called Faith. <laughs> there's definitely, I'm sure there's a story to this, but, like, First off, how how did you two connect? Oh my. Um so let's think here. I think Patches Patches follow me and I like saw his I saw his like his uh SoundCloud like Avi and I was like, "Oh, this guy looks like pro." So like I was like, "Okay, like let me check his page out." And I heard his sound and I was like, "Holy shit, this is it." Like I was like, "He's like I have to like work with this guy." So He's like hits me up. He's like, "Yo, if you have any free beats, let me know." And I'm like, "Bet." Um, so in the past, I like sent him something, and he didn't quite get. He didn't really like the flow to it, but he really loved it. Um, like the song, he just couldn't flow. Like his his raps didn't work. So before, like after that, I sent him this track, uh, which I called Faith, just way prior to, and like just sent it over to him, and he was like, "Like Nietzsche, this is it, bro." Like. I, I can't wait to kill this. I'm about to murder this. I can't wait to send you like what I did. He sent it to me and I just like died in my seat. I was like, oh my God, he sounds so good on this song. And like, I was like, oh my dear. He sends me the stuff. I mixed it. Um, that mix took a little bit as well because like, it's such a busy track. Yeah. Like you said, it was aggressive. It's like got so much going on. Um, so much so to where like the kick, I had to even turn down a bit because I had to like not have it in the front of the mix. I had to get his vocals front and center. Um, so yeah that was absolutely wild he just we connected and that's like how we kind of got started all right y'all i'm gonna do something a little different for this intro flex on flex on him no not flexing not flexing all right i want you to close your eyes i'm gonna say some words i want you to tell me if any of them are out of place i got you i got you all right greatness okay artistry genuine Mm -hmm. expertise Mm -hmm. precision innovative flair okay game change oh i like this bonafide oh i like that finesse panache okay nietzsche patches do you need more synonyms like i can keep going you know what you're gonna be talking about yeah Lie low where the time go Fuck a final Need a little piece of the pie though Side note Fuck a 5 Too sick in the cup But it spins on vinyl I don't wanna be another link in the bio I don't wanna be like Sio Oh look Another one hit viral Gonna spiral down with That's tragic Money calling I just can't ignore it Go and get them patches Atta boy Mind always in a state of war Treat the music like a metaphor Wait I don't mind it You don't matter <laughs> Treat the ball like a matador Wait what they find in these rappers Fuck with things that I can't afford nah, Overpaid Overplayed Overrated Wait Wait it's all related Got a lot of heat I gotta keep it Insulated lately, I've been poker facing, man. I swear to God, you go be famous. I, ha, ha, ha. Don't jinx me, nigga. Got a long way, long way to the top, but don't forget me, nigga. I just might be in my world tonight. I just might make a new flow tonight. Okay. I just might tear out my heart and my hell for somebody care when I'm telling this shit to my mic that I couldn't if someone was there, but I know that I'm scared. What if nobody sees it? These niggas say nothing and make it look easy. So how about a punchline and I wrap it in a bow tonight? Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
also just like keeping up with like the numbers game even though it doesn't really matter numbers wise but some people definitely look into these numbers and it's sure seeing the, your progression but your your follower count around this time was uh about six thousand but yeah so that, that definitely as i expected was a, a process creating faith <laughs> oh my gosh That's really cool. yeah yeah awesome. awesome thanks for sharing that that's a really 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 good track <laughs> oh dude thank you so much i'm so glad like i played it at my last show in denver and i was screaming the lyrics like the top of my lungs like <laughs> literally it was so loud in there <laughs> you did the whole intro and everything too or did you like... oh dude so plot twist everyone thinks that that's me talking that's patches yeah 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 it yeah yeah, yeah sounds like your voice though so it's really yeah. hard to parse sometimes like which i love sure. Like, yeah. Is this, is this, is this, is this, this is, is just patches? like patches. Like, I know patches uh, is rapping unless Kobanichi took another like level of rapping on his <laughs> stuff too. <laughs> no, exactly. So he did the intro, but like, yeah, the the intro like I have memorized too. I'm just kind of like, it's it's really chill at first. Like you know, I'm I'm kind of making all these like super expressive faces. It's like you know, you know, panache, you know. <laughs> He's like kind of talking like all these words, like you know, finesse and all these song, all these you know, precision. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of like making these faces, and then it drops, and I just like jump up and down. Everybody's like jumping in, in like the venue, and then like I'm just like screaming the lyrics as the music's like blasting, and I'm just like, ah, like this is like, it's one of my favorite raps. Just like, Patches absolutely murdered that song. Like he just killed it. It was just ugh, ugh, high key like. Ah oh, man, just amazing. Awesome. Thanks for sharing. That's yeah, no, exactly thank- why I had it. <laughs> of uh, course, man. That's so dope. Um is there anything I'm trying to think if there's anything else with this song that I want to talk about, but there probably isn't. But yeah, so you you're not talking on that song at all, right? Not at all. Yeah. Okay. Now I got that confirmed. Confirmed. I got that. Confirmed SoundCloud. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, so to start off the new year. You shared an upbeat track called Shift on January 14th, 2018. So at this point, how did you feel about your production process and output? Man, that's a great question. And that's actually interesting because by at Shift, Shift was basically like I I was going back and listening to my music, um, which I know this is probably pretty weird. And I, I don't know, or at least within the industry, I hear a lot of people say this, like that. They don't, but like I listen to my music a lot, like I incessantly, like I like analyze each like track and like I look at like, you know, I read comments like all the time. It's kind of like, it's fun to watch it kind of go by. Like what are people saying at different points in time? Um, so shift came about after I was listening to rush. Um, I was listening to rush and I was like, Oh gee, like I was onto something back then. Like why have I kind of like, I was facing this point of like drought where I was like, why have I not been like getting back to the basics in terms of like what's been working for me? Um, Like what, why have I kind of gotten away from what my sound is? So um, I went back, I kind of like looked, looked at rush and listened to it. And at this point with shift, I was feeling like I could really do something different, um, but still have that same bounce that rush did. Um, So I like hit, I hit, shift really hard um and the first drop it was like you know it's very similar to like the rush style um the toms the way it kind of everything rolls the flow of it all um but the second drop i just like i kind of like had this idea to do like an arp 
and I kind of like did this weird arpeggiator thing that I, I made and yeah I like by this time I was like I was feeling pretty good about like being able to do like something that's like Nietzsche bouncy and like something different you know for people to like so it was really exciting like shift was kind of like a portion of like a rebirth for for Rush um and kind of like you know saying hey Christian like you know you can do new things but also like you know pay homage to like where you've come from in terms of like what your music's been um people liked you know they don't always need something completely completely new sometimes they like tracks that are similar so that was shift though on a video or brownies and lemonade and i was like omg i think I, yeah i sent you that video and you're like what? bro so i freaked out i was like how like what and what and like i just like what and then also the fact they didn't tag me i was like come on y'all like this is i'm literally like that's why i was unsure if it was yours and then i had to double check so i was like oh it is oh uh, I was like, dude, like I, I went to the page and I was like, OMG, this is my track. And I wrote that in the comments like a little fanboy. <laughs> and then like, I guess they liked, they liked my track. They liked the comment. And they're like, oh, like, you know, they put my stuff in the thing. I was like, yes, perfect. Like people oh, will did. know. Oh, like, I didn't know what they did. I changed it. That's fine. Yeah, they, they like just added it to the, the bottom of it. So I was like tight. Like I get my creds, which is all I wanted. And like the fact that it was on brownies and like Skrillex is in the video and I'm just like, yes. <laughs> I'm going to cry, but like, I'm not going to cry, but I'll cry. And I'm just like, this is so great. Should I cry? <laughs> <laughs> Should I cry? Tears will be dropped. I don't even know what to do, okay. but it was really cool. That was a cool opportunity. That's, that's pretty great. Um, uh, that's great. Uh, but yeah, so just uh, going back into January of this year. Um, For sure. It was barely two weeks later. Uh, you had a collab. That was shared on January 17th, 2018. It was with Ordinary Youngster and Wisp. Uh, the track is called uh, 18. And it's called that because Wisp just turned 18, in case anyone's wondering. I'm not going to ask that question specifically. <laughs> Killer. Um, how long were you all working on this joint? So this one, Wisp and uh, Ordinary Youngster have been working on it for I don't know how long. Uh, Wisp had kind of like 
he was kind of like kind of coerced me into working on it and i was like bro like i have too many collabs right now like i don't want to i can't so like i listened to the whip and i was like shit it's fire fine so like i was like whatever it's a nice track i'm like excited about it so then like i got the whip and like i heard it and i was like dude this is actually really like like sick so i was like okay i need to actually hit this um so they worked on it for i don't know how long but i finished the collab in a night um and i got it around the 50 second mark on their track so it's kind of like when the the vocals come in it's like like the drums come in the 808s start bumping and stuff um basically he and wisp had worked on that part um so when they sent it to me i like worked on it from the breakdown on to like the second drop in the outro um and i also kind of edited the intro like how it comes in kind of jazzy like so it was about like overall i think i spent about five hours on it and i would guess that they spent some good amounts of time on their parts as well so um but it was really cool probably i think to date um no offense to any of my other collaborators but my favorite collab i've ever worked on For the new year, because I mean, it came out like twenty seventh, uh, January twenty seventh. But did you work it out? Work on it during January? Or? Uh, yeah, it came out. I actually worked like I worked on it January twenty sixth. Oh like, wow! Yeah, like he was <laughs> like really we, we we worked on it, and he was like, "Oh, dog, we're dropping this tomorrow because it's my birthday." And I, <laughs> I was like, "Okay." That week, I had like three tracks drop in yeah. one. Yeah, it was a crazy week. So, That's I mean, I was like, yeah, I, I had it to preface the two weeks later from your release on shift <laughs> yeah 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 it's crazy yeah crazy weeks uh okay cool got that uh asked about which is dope. Um, <laughs> nice not even maybe maybe like less than three weeks later another song i think i wrote about i'm pretty sure i wrote about <laughs> of yours you released on valentine's day this is your first official release on valentine's day i believe unless you know, <laughs> Did yeah you, you didn't release another song on valentine's Mm-mm. day this song is i think your most potent played song in your discography so far mm-hmm. and it's called into me what did you feel you did differently that listeners resonated with and i i already have an answer myself <laughs> <laughs> man i think it was like it's simple for me um i sang and like i didn't just sing like kind of low-key but like i was really like I gave it my best effort. Like I was singing like really like I gave it a lot. Um, I was harmonizing like, and then like the track, I put a lot of effort into like making it simple, but like 
also like dancey and groovy. So I feel like I just like I struck a chord on like people wanted to hear that same Nietzsche, like, you know, Chroma Nietzsche production. But like I added some vocals to it and people were like weren't expecting that. So yeah. Awesome. And then <laughs> just overall, <laughs> how do you feel about like since at this time, I don't know how like if someone's gonna listen to this a year or two years from now. On SoundCloud alone, that has over a hundred thousand plays. Ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so how do you feel about that, bro? I just posted on Facebook about how excited I was. <laughs> like, oh, really? literally, just like posted like, "OMG!" Like, "Into Me" hit a hundred k today. It also has a hundred k on Spotify, and like, there's like a YouTube channel that posted it and it had like seventy two thousand plays. And I'm just like, dude, this song has like, it has weight. Like, there's, it has like, you know. It has like some meaning it has a place in different you know different platforms and honestly it's like a dream come true man like there's nothing you know better than like when you do something new people to be supportive of it and like it to go well um so like for me to sing and everyone's like yo i love this singing like i'm like you should do more of it i'm like okay 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 like you know so that's that's been been really cool oh yeah i got a little story to tell Oh, yeah. So let me get started. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Have you ever felt this way before? Have you ever felt that love in your heart of gold? Have you ever felt the weight of the world on your shoulders? Have you ever felt this all this love before? Cause it's all new to me. It's all new to me And I'm just trying to see If you're interested in me It's all new And I'm confused I'm gonna lie, lie to you But I gotta ask you something Are you into me, baby? Are you into me, baby? Are you into me, baby? Are you into It's a track that is your latest song you released. Woo! <laughs> it's called Graduated. That was released on May 6, 2018. It's pretty yes, self-explanatory, but <laughs> what inspired this track? Man, I mean, like you said, I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory, but in terms of like how you you know you feel, but for me, it was just like there was this like immense burden lifted i got home after like my last like paper that i submitted 
um, after my girlfriend had finished like all her work and stuff. And I was just like, OMG, I have to make a bop. Like I have to make a whole bop. I got to make a banger. Like it has to be, it has to capture like capture like this feeling I have right now, just being free, but also like things looking like they could be looking up. Um, and it has to like, you know, have some vibes. So like literally like just the feeling of being like uplifted. Oh man, that was just like the best feeling. I sat down and when I got the melody right, and like I came with a beat and I was like, I just sat down, I started writing and I was like, oh my, like, like I like this song. Like, I think it could be like something good. And so my girlfriend and she's, you know, pretty like, she's got a good ear for music. Um, and she's also like pretty like fairly critical in terms of like, she'll tell me if she likes something and tell me if she doesn't. So for her to be like, yo, this is like really good. I'm just like, wow, okay. It's going up on the, the cloud and everywhere else like ASAP. So that was highly just just bomb so but yeah that's where i was mindset wise for for that track so it sounded like this song in particular didn't take too long in like in terms of the process of getting every idea down and just writing and then being able to have it all come together right so yeah maybe like yeah like in terms of time how long do you think it took you collectively maybe like 6 hours um i put in about 5 hours of work on it first um to like get the idea down and the song structure but and then i added some background vocals um and the talking portions at the end and like uh whatnot the next day it took about an hour um and then bounced it out and kind of shopped it around to my friends was like hey what do you think of this and everyone's like omg are you like sing rapping like what the heck is this and i'm like omg so it's like really exciting and like yeah it just kind of it's just one of those songs like the music just kind of came out of me you know it was kind of also like you know for people that are have already graduated slash people that will be graduating um and also for people that maybe have just graduated from a bad relationship and they're on to better things or you know just like different stuff like being freed from stuff so yeah in terms of the time it was around graduation yeah not gonna lie to y'all i'm like yeah, we're about to graduate college soon, and it's time to get lit. Yeah, never thought I'd make it. Oh, look at me, four years down, four years done, looking at a whole degree. Have you ever seen a smile? Yo, I swear that's me. Yo, I swear that's key. Yo, I swear I'm free. Can I believe it? I have achieved it. It was a dream of mine. Make a new path out of the box, taking one step at a time. Now I can say that I did it. All of my brothers were living. All of my sisters were in it. And let's get it. Said I graduated. Moving on to better. Moving on to big things. Yeah, baby. Said I graduated. Moving on to better. Moving on to bigger things. Yeah, baby. Said I graduated. Moving on to better. Moving on to big things. Yeah, baby. Said I graduated. Moving on to better, moving on to bigger things, yeah, baby. What's next? So let's discuss your involvement with a few communities. I'm not sure, like, chronologically which ones you joined, so that's why I'm asking you about these specifically. Um, the first one is Treehouse. Uh, nice. The songs released are, at least that I could find, are Infinity, Push and Pull with KMB, and then another one with KMB called Pendulum. Um, 
I'm not sure if there's any more songs. Is there any more songs with Treehouse that you released? Yeah, yeah. There's um Velocity. It was an EP with KMB. Oh, okay, um, gotcha, gotcha. And then there's Shine, which is like a single released with them recently. So, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Uh, when did you first get involved with Treehouse? Um, it was about. It was uh, January of, well, like New Year's Day of like I think 2017. So like just last year. Mm-hmm. And then how did you get involved? Yeah, it was crazy. So it was actually from my first Future Collective release. Okay. Like my first single there, they hit me up and they asked me to be a part of their um, February compilation that they were releasing. So that's where Infinity kind of came from. So it was all really kind of pretty connected with them. In retrospect, first off was Future Collective. Like, Is that the first community technically that you joined or did you join something else before that? Actually, OKA was okay. the first one. Damn, I, got, yeah, I put it in the yeah. wrong order for the question. No, <laughs> all good. No, 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 no worries at all. It's kind of random. You wouldn't know, but yeah, OKA was the first people that I joined, actually. Okay, so we'll talk about OKA first then. Um, okay, they're, cool. they're from Australia, right? Like they're based yeah. in Australia. Yeah. And then, uh, I have at least listed down that you have these songs, You Need Me and Remember from them. Is there any other mm-hmm. songs? Nope, those. Well, I did like a little EP way back, maybe like two and a half, two years ago, but I don't like to remember that. So <laughs> Why is that? Because it's not up to par. Yeah, stuff is it was now. good music, but I think you know, actually, no, it was important. It was important stuff. I like. It was like a good growth, but yeah, I had two other songs. One was named Stratus, and the other one was named um, One Twenty Five AM. It's, random this is back before i got into a groove of naming my stuff like i kind of mentioned earlier in the interview but yeah those i released four tracks i think with okay um so yeah that was pretty cool chronologically now <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. how did you get involved with future collective because you definitely have a good amount of releases through them too and you said you were part of their projects early on as well for sure yeah um so i actually like submitted to future after i got some some attention after uh oka had kind of bolstered me put me into the spotlight and they were like oh you know um the founder there hit me up and you know he had checked out my entire SoundCloud page and kind of liked everything. And I was freaking out. Um, 
because it was like, oh my gosh, like I get thousands of plays. And I was like, that's so crazy. So they told me to, to submit to issue six and they do their, their, the way that they kind of push music is in, well, at least in the past was there were like three part um, synesthetic type composition. So it's like, oh, they do um, time, space and lemongrass. So it's kind of like different weird you know combinations of things but like kind of trying to illustrate that musically so these cool compilations that i was kind of looking into so after that i popped in um i didn't make it my first time i submitted which i thought was funny because he actually extended the invitation but he apologized and i was like lol it's all good um i just needed to get better so i worked harder and my first track that i released with him was waves um on like december 30th 31st or something and the rest is history. insight on that because like it's difficult to tell which one you were actually involved with first <laughs> yeah and of course like since there's a, a consistency of releases from each one it's uh difficult to parse which one's like the first actual for one. sure yeah not a problem yeah it's cool. it's kind of crazy yeah um because those are pretty big and then i didn't even know okay was from australia until i looked at their profile specifically. right <laughs> um, <laughs> that's cool so overall like what do you feel these three communities offer that enticed you to support them like why why did you for sure um i'll give it real simple and for me oka were family um they supported my music when like literally no one else was and they believed in me um and that was important because when you're like around 30 40 followers and you're just kind of like chilling on soundcloud it's just like a really tough time because it's just it's hard to gain traction in that community so they provided that really big support and they're like family for me. And then Future Collective, um, they gave me an opportunity to really, basically their founder is really, really like kind and forward looking. Um, and he saw something in me as well. 
and he gave me an opportunity, he gave me a shot to be like in in the spotlight. So Future Collective really offered me this ability to like explore kind of synesthetic music and also just like gave me a spotlight and like a platform to really like show myself to the rest of the world. And they've continued to do that consistently, even up to like my recent release, like Cerulean. So I really enjoy, like, I really appreciate them. Uh, guy over there, Michael was really cool. Um, and then Treehouse, Treehouse for me is this kind of, they're my, that's where my advisor, my managers uh, based, he works with them. And again, they're family, but they're also, um, it was just like aesthetically and like sonically kind of where I wanted to be. Like I wanted the, the artist that they had, it was kind of like prestigious. So for me, it was like a, a way to kind of solidify myself and be like, you know, this is like my legit home. These are people that like, I can consider myself on par with, you know, they had quickly, quickly and KMB and, um, all kinds of people on there. Um, the list goes on, but yeah. So those are the three different ways. And those are the reasons I got involved. crazy but yeah another another homies i have to shout out because i forgot to because they just flew me out for a show uh lucid monday uh also huge (laughs) huge part of like my music um career so shout out to them before i forget where i came from gotcha yeah because they are like you have released a few songs from their uh, lucid monday compilations Mm -hmm. and then yeah it's uh julian right julian's the main dude yeah man geez you really know your stuff well, I mean, I, I met Julian, so I, I know. <laughs> yeah, but still, I'm just, like, shocked. I'm like, dang, this man's, like, that's them, right? I'm like, boy, my man's connected. Like, <laughs> um, but Yeah, that, that's so dope. It's really cool just seeing, I think I mentioned this earlier, like, how SoundCloud's been dying, but there's still a lot of people, like, key figures, keeping it up in ways mm-hmm. that seems reminiscent of, like, early SoundCloud, but it's just the entire, like, foundation of it's just messed up compared to what the community is now mm-hmm. yeah um, but yeah uh speaking of like prestigious releases there was one unique release i wanted to discuss i didn't want to talk about it <laughs> right away because it kind of i felt it kind of had to be its own thing <laughs> yeah um it was uploaded on february 25th 2018 it was with film noir sound uh, oh yes. <laughs> so for this release, who reached out to who in making this happen? Bro, uh so it was actually nuts. Um my friend Daniel, um 
he he like turns out he was like some he was a curator or he like kind of looks for content for them and i was just chilling and talking to him one day and i was like bro let me show you this like track i finished this whip and he's like okay cool like let me hear it and he's like before he listens to it he's like yo like i just got put on to like phil noir sound and like i'm curating their releases so you should send me stuff through and i was just like huh he's like yeah maybe this will be good huh. and like i like freak it out because i'm like omg like where is alex like that whole squad like oh she oh my gosh the list goes on i'm just like okay well let me bring myself in calm down so i'm like all right cool yeah yeah whatever and like you know yeah check it out and like i play it for him he's like vibing heavy and i'm like oh my gosh yes he's like yeah i'm gonna send it to uh chris the guy who runs it and like see what he thinks and like he says it to me he's like yeah dude you're good for a release and i was like oh mfg that's like a whole film noir release like what the heck so that was again another crazy instance of just like a friend that I happened to have happened to be connected and the right people heard my stuff. And now it is on film noir and I can be like LMAO. That's, it's just crazy to me. I can't even believe it. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, the song's called push. Like, was it called that around the time you were giving it? Uh, yeah, it, it had already been called that. Um, it was some family stuff I was going through and also like the second portion of the school year. So I was just like very tired, but I was like kind of in the mentality of pushing through a lot of the stuff that I was going through. Um, so it's kind of this upbeat thing because I don't know, like, you know, kind of like to push, give you a boost to other stuff. So, yeah. recognized by some people and then going through all these communities and then of course film noir that's that's weird <laughs> oh my gosh i can't believe it bro <laughs> that's pretty awesome um all right that's it for at least releases i mean we could have talked about each song from the community releases but that would take forever as we said before so, <laughs> yeah. um, my next question since you you did talk about performances like with uh lucid monday and stuff Mm-hmm. Um, how many performances have you done as Chromanichi? Uh, to date, I think six. Um, I want to say six. I did two at South by Southwest. I had Selection. I had 
so I guess okay, I had a show with Denver and then one in LA. So that's five. But then I also had two unofficial ones here at Rice. I was like a DJ like for a public party and then before that I DJed like someone's private party in their room. So <laughs> I think it might be seven. Like seven seven total, like five official like performances. That's dope. Um and I definitely want to talk to you about two specific ones. Well, I mean, one's technically a festival, but not exactly. It's kind of weird. South by Southwest is super weird. So weird, bro. It's labeling. I'm trying to think. Uh, did the selection one happen after or was it before? Was it, before? Um, it was scheduled before. Like, I, I got the okay, the go ahead before. Okay. But it happened after. Okay, so let's let's talk about your South by Southwest one first. <laughs> there's a there's a story to this one, but I don't know if you want to mention oh, that. <laughs> trash, trash, uh, trash, trash, trash. But uh, how how was performing specifically? Oh man, that was difficult. Um, so as as my man has mentioned, it, there's a quiet story. Um, went to South by Southwest with my girlfriend. It was my first big performance as Chromanichi. I was super excited. I brought all my stuff, had my DJ equipment, like my music stuff, like my MIDI keyboard, my laptop, like my nicest clothes, my nicest shoes, like, I mean, everything. And I was so excited to just hit the town and just like heard them. I'm like, oh, man, I'm about to. Ooh. And so we go and we arrive there uh, around like nine o'clock on I think it was like a Thursday night or Wednesday night. And we go in at like nine and we park our car. We put our stuff in a friend's trunk. Um, he was like, you know, we met up and it was really nice. His name's Johnny. He's, he runs like Night Owl Collective. So that was like super cool. And like I'm meeting him and I put our stuff in his car and we go to the party and we come back. And like everything is gone. Like everything. Like my girlfriend's stuff is gone. My stuff is gone. And like the car was untouched, which was crazy. But like they just straight up broke into the trunk and stole everything so now i'm in south by southwest with just my wallet my phone and the clothes under my back same with my girlfriend so we kind of went from being like an exciting time to like omg like what the heck do we do now Mm -hmm. so um yeah performing was really kind of hard because i had to learn cdjs or xcjs which are like mini ones but it was so difficult because I had my I practiced and practiced and practiced and I was ready to like kill it on my mixer and like it was just gone. So, um, but even though it was difficult, it was kind of a triumph because like once I did the set, even though it didn't go like bomb, like it didn't go bad. And it was kind of like this crazy story I can tell is like, yo, I still performed the day after like everything was stolen from me and like didn't even do a bad job. And that was like, whoa 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 so like crazy but yeah that performance was quite taxing quite difficult i was like man i don't know if i can do this mm-hmm. as stressful as new equipment but we made it through somehow man and blessed to be able to say that um you know through that but yeah that performance was wild thoroughly wild bro yeah, damn <laughs> uh, i bet it was super uncomfortable losing your shit too because i've gotten stuff stolen from my car before not to the degree of your stuff and your girlfriend's stuff, but damn, that's like, it makes yeah. me uncomfortable. <laughs> Bro, it's fine. Like, I, we felt violated. I was like, LOL, they tell you to put your stuff in the trunk so it doesn't get stolen. Damn. But that worse. didn't work. We put our stuff in the trunk and it still got stolen. So, yeah, yeah just whatever. Like, I, I can't even, like, there's nothing we could have done to be better prepared. So it's just like, whatever. Yeah. But at least some positive stuff came out of it. Like, 
people in the community were helping out. That's oh my gosh, cool. yeah, so many people helped out, and like I was up on my feet like the next day, you know, financially. So they're so helpful. So like I said, I was just blessed to be able to pre- play that show and have the support of the whole community behind me. Yeah, next year, South by Southwest, you'll you'll kill it even better. That one set you were trying to do, you'll do it. Elevio, if I decide to go again, we'll <laughs> see what happens. But, yeah, I will yeah. go, but still, that was just like stuff in like a hotel oh, somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, bro. I'll have like backup backups, like <laughs> yeah, trash. <laughs> just mix off your phone. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I'm not taking that risk ever again. Yeah, trash. Absolutely. Um, the more even more positive note, like how was the selection show? Because you opened up for Joe K. Um... What the heck? Bro? What the hell? That's <laughs> nuts. I can't to hear about even this. <laughs> Oh, bro. All right. So let's be honest here. I was so shocked. And also I was still recovering from South by Southwest because what people don't tell you is like when you get back, it's like, well, now I have school and I don't have anything. So I had all kinds of homework due that week and I had a whole show to prepare for. And it was just like I only practiced the night before. It was just so much, mm-hmm. but dude, I was shocked to walk in and like, you know, we pull up to the place and the DJ that played after me comes up, his name's Sage. And he's just like, yo, you know, I love your stuff. And I'm just like, okay, well, this is off on a great foot already. He's like talking about he loves my stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, this is crazy. So we walk in and then there's just Joe K chilling up there mixing. He like acknowledges me and is like what's up and i'm just like whoa like <laughs> this is like the face of selection like so that was like super tight um and then like kind of asking questions about the show and he's like yeah it's sold out and i'm like in my head i'm thinking sold out i'm doing math and he's like yeah it should be like about 750 you know people here tonight almost 800 at capacity and i was just like Mind you, South by Southwest, both of my shows were like maybe 30, 40. So we go from like 30, 40 to like 700. And I was like, whoa. And it was just amazing. Like I played some of my own songs. I like my transitions went smooth. Like it was just fantastic. So overall, it was a really cool and great learning experience. I got to see Joe K like, you know, absolutely slay his set and Sage do the same. It was just like a really fun night. And I think a really important one for like when I'm able to get back to that level um, of prestige in terms of like who I'm playing with, I think that I'll be like more ready and like it is just, it's just crazy. It was electric. That's so dope, <laughs> man. Oh, such an honor. <laughs> Jeez, bro. Literally. I was just like, whatever, man, this is, this isn't real life, but okay. <laughs> so cool. um, There's no way. But yeah. And then you had you had a Lucid Monday show after that. Oh, bro, the Lucid Monday show will go down as the best show I've ever played in my <laughs> life. Oh my gosh, I'm still waiting for footage from Julius. Oh my god, bro. Oh my gosh, like I cannot tell you, I cannot stress enough. Like the crowd was like, they were for me. Like it was literally like, like I got to, I guess like I was the quote unquote headliner, but like it was just the order. Like I was just the last person to DJ. So like, kind of like we're cooking up the whole night and. Bro, like it, every song went off. Like I was dancing my behind off. I was just like literally living my best life up there and like screaming lyrics to songs that like I made. And like it was just like like it was the epitome of just like like energy. 
and like people were so lit it was so hot in that place it was just like so it was amazing like i left there feeling like i just had like it was a time of my life like every everybody set was crazy so it was just like a night of just energy and fun like like i said i'll say it again like that will go down as my best show my best audience it was just like like fire emoji times like 10,000 bro it's crazy <laughs> it was crazy bro like when you see the footage that comes out like i'm asking for the raw footage too because it was just like straight up energy like it's crazy that's awesome uh who else was on the the bill oh bro it was a uh, dilip which oh, gosh oh that boy is nice man insane with julius it was julius 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 is dope like dope producer a bomb dj oh my gosh yeah, boy energy killing me bro he's so energetic and then um um another girl named kaya um kaya. she oh, like I opened up yeah she opened like you know for the entire event and threw down some just bangers so it was just like a night of just energy like when i say like i was dancing from the beginning to the end and it was just like oh, i can't even believe it like that was <laughs> nuts wait a minute you better lower your gear you're working mcdonald's and you only a cashier do you know that i'm lee jack and i don't got no chill and i will come back to and i don't care how you feel first of all i came to get some food i ordered a 20 piece i ain't ordered your attitude now you coming at me because you don't got no patience am i the one who told you to pull out the application i got all the nuggets now you looking at me lost yes little girl won't order one Because I've only been to one Loose Monday show, and this was uh, the, like the second time I saw Yugi Boy perform. Nice. Um, that was the first time I saw Othello perform too, which was really dope. <laughs> nice. Um, and then Dilip opened. <laughs> it was just hella funny because Dilip was the opener, and then everyone was just going wild already. <laughs> right. Awesome. Oh my gosh. And that's why I saw Julius, and then I'm trying to think who else I saw. Callahan, I think, was there. Yeah. He um, told me that show. That's uh, crazy. Yeah, that that one show was wild. Neat. So I was like, man, this is so weird. <laughs> this is like Bro. a, it's a um, Monday night. I think it was a Monday. Um, and then, yeah, everyone was going crazy for a oh Monday. Gosh. Was it like a bowling alley? Which one was this one? Uh, it was at Santa Cruz, the Catalyst. It was a small venue. Um, oh, okay. See. But and it was just really hot in there, too. Oh, and Kev played, too. Kev closed. Oh, sick. Yeah, yeah. It was dope. Um, I really liked it a lot. Okay. And then... Yeah, he pretty much answered my my whole question about your performances. So I'm 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 hyped to hear and see it in in person at some point this year, hopefully. Hey, <laughs> let's go! All right, I got miscellaneous questions for you. Um, let's start with this one. Who do you consider a musical genius? 
Oh, nice. Well, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, there's an easy answer and then there's like the low key like I'm a hipster like I look you know this guy not many people do type answer but it's whatever I don't care so first guy out of the box is like Flying Lotus I think he's a genius Flying Lotus is like OG like musical genius I just think like in terms of production I've been doing it for a while now and I still like don't know how he's doing some of the stuff he's doing so like that's just crazy off top um Second person, though, who I think is like a musical genius, um, a guy named Dorian Concept. Um, Dorian Concept is like this super skilled jazz pianist, and like, but like, he literally, like, the microchord is like his weapon. Like, it's he's nasty on like a synthesizer, and it's just like the compositions he puts together, like, all of the stuff, it just flows. Like, I listen to all his, his EP and stuff. The dude is insane, and like, I mean it's just it's nuts like musically like i some of the places he goes with like progressions and like the leads he's doing and it's just nuts bro crazy but definitely those two for me are like musical geniuses so and then to continue off with that question <laughs> since you, you said two people yeah what is one song or track they've done that you would say is a masterpiece slash timeless oh nice um okay nice okay (laughs) so for flying lotus um there's i can't even pick like one overarching song honestly i think primarily i'd have to go with um massage situation by flying lotus and then second i'll say it was like the song called galaxy and janaki i think it's fantastic i don't understand how it is what it is it's just it's a ride um from the intro to like the it's just it's nuts um and then for dorian concept um the song called clap beat boom um just amazing amazing like they're just masterpieces we like highly suggest listening to those songs i think that they're like amazing dope and then I think I, I think I know where Dorian Concept's from. Oh, I think you mentioned it too. He's from Austria, right? Yeah, Austria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not too familiar with him. I just know the name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's dope. Okay, next question. We're just gonna fly through these because these are pretty simple answers. Well, simple questions. So I don't know how like deep the answers will go, though. That's why. Yeah, I for sure. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, but what's been the most surreal experience for you ever since you started making music? Nice. Ooh. Oh man, let's think here. <laughs> hmm, hmm, hmm. I think my weekend, my weekend with Great Dane in LA, um, was absurd. Um, he's just such a great guy. He's super, super, super cool. Um, and the people he knew, it was just like being near him and him saying like over and over again like you're literally so dope you're up next like i take that seriously because i'm like oh gee, you're great dane like this is not light and like i'm staying with him and he's like yeah stay with sruda and like you know it's just kind of like casually mentioning these things and like he tells me about this guy uh this producer named king henry who he knows really well like i met and hung out with them and like we literally like just chilled all day and like 
King Henry is like high key, like bro, like the dude has a Grammy nomination. Like he's not low key. Like I was just like shaking in my boots. He like knows Diplo personally, and I'm like trying not to cry. He's just like, yeah, you know me and Wes, and I'm like, you mean Diplo? Okay, that's fine. I'm gonna just tuck that away. We're like meeting him and like talking to him, and we're just talking basketball and you know just chilling. So like the, that was definitely one. And then second, I mean, obviously like meeting Joe K and taking a picture with him, bomb. <laughs> That's just facts, easy. <laughs> oh, man, crazy. I'm blessed to experience that man. It was crazy. I'm sure there will be one bigger soon enough. I'm, I'm oh, adding something yeah. this year probably. That I'm would probably. be tight. <laughs> uh, next question for you. Even though you've you've mentioned a good amount of like artists that influenced you over the course of this interview. I'm just wanting to hear, like, I'm sure there's, like, a huge list that you can name off. Um, So are there any influences, old and new, musically inclined, or involved in the industry that you'd like to share? Mm, You mean people that, like, aren't well-known or people that, like, people that I just, like, like, my top five? Uh, It could be well-known, not well-known, any any amount of people you want to, like, talk about. Oh, like... Like I should plug some listeners to some people. <laughs> okay, so I'm just gonna hit y'all with names. Um, guy named KLRX, super dope, like just killer, like composer, musician, producer, everything. Um, and he does like talk box over his tracks. Dude is dope. Check him out. He's from like New York area. Chuck Sutton, oh, beast. Yeah. Chuck Holy crap! He's basically like my vocal chop, like. He's my mirror. Like I look at him and I'm like, wow, that's me. But like, wow, um, he's just really cool, super dope. Um, ooh, um, in terms of like beautiful, really pretty music, and a guy that like I've really enjoyed a lot. Um, uh, coming up, like who's really on his way up is a uh, summit. Summit music is just like he's just really cool. Like he makes really bouncy, like pretty melodic stuff. Um, and um, yeah, I'm gonna say those are like some of like my three really good friends that like I think should be getting more attention. Um, but like over my top five real quick, it's gotta be Sam G my Mr. Carmack. Then um, wise Mo vibes and hers, Lloyd, but hers, and Monte Booker are like right there. Like I can't really put them like when Monte's dropping heat, low key hers, he's got to take the back seat and vice versa. So Yeah. Dope, dope, dope. It's a great list. <laughs> Man. All right. I'm sure I'm sure I know maybe a slight answer to this since uh, going off of the recent questions I just asked, but what nice. would be your biggest dream collabs if you could have them right now? No, oh, bro. I just told you straight up, but uh like realistically and stuff that I wish that I could do, Monte Booker for sure. Um and Sam G for sure. And I mean, Carmack for sure. That's silly, but like, <laughs> it's just full of facts. Like, I like working with them. I just feel like we would work so well together. Like, because I'm just like, wow, that'd be so cool. Like, their sounds are so like big and large, and they've influenced me so heavily. And like, I don't know, like my collab with Wise that I had, it was just kind of like this dream come true because like I understand his music so deeply because I listen so much. So to make something with him, it was like exciting you know so yeah those three for sure um something even more off topic uh any hobbies not music related that you like to share 
I like to play basketball. Uh, secrets out. I'm tall. Like very <laughs> tall. Everyone talks about it when they see me, and I'm just like, LOL, yes, this is true. Um, I used to play basketball in high school. Um, I still like practice and play to this day, but I really love basketball. Um, and I like to draw. Um, I'm not great. I'm not bad. I had a few drawings up. Like I could draw like when I was in my zone. Um, I really like that. Yeah. I think those are the main things. Like favorite hobbies. I'm guessing you're a Spurs fan. (laughs) Oh, no, bro. I mean, maybe I'm, I really like the Portland Trailblazers and the Oklahoma city thunder. Uh, just cause like, I think they're pretty, they're, I, I like to follow like good, like exciting higher energy teams. I'll just like leave it at that. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, okay. So you're not I'm surprised you're not a Spurs fan. You're from Texas and everything. Well, Texas has like three teams. Yeah. So like they have the Rockets, yeah. the Spurs. So, I mean, everyone usually goes Mavericks. Spurs. Everyone... Yeah, the Spurs are really good. I mean, but I just, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. I have friends I mean, that are I'm Spurs even more fans. surprised you're not even any Texas fan. Ah, uh, bro. I, I like the Mavericks broke my heart. They broke up their team and like they just didn't. There was no players on it. There was like two players that I knew and they, it was like literally in a year span. So they just broke my heart. The Rockets had didn't really like ever have a close affinity to because I was never from like I never was never here. Mm-hmm. Um and then the Spurs is again they just always were beating the Mavericks and just annoying because everyone's just like the Spurs, Spurs, Spurs. That's whatever. I don't even we don't have to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we won't we won't get it. Not, not during this interview. <laughs> um okay. I love asking this question. I always say that every time I, I it's like deja vu every time every interview so far that I've done this question. Yeah. Um but <laughs> what is one song you'd love to hear for the first time again? Oh, Oh, that's such a good question. Oh, bro, can I have like? Oh man, that's tough. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. Sam G. Um. Okay, so Sam G. Grot. It's a throwback, like maybe four years old. But bro, there's like nothing that can prepare me for the bridge he has these chords where it like it was the first time I noticed that something was out of like, like he kind of tunes his tracks out of key on purpose. Like they're kind of in between two keys and bro, it broke me. Like I had heard all kinds of chords. And when I like listened to it, like my jaw dropped and I got chills and I was like, what is going on right now? And then it dropped again. I was like, this man is like not human. And this is like at like the pinnacle of my like, production frustration so i'm just sitting there like this is impossible i'll never be good like this and this is just so sad and but at the same time i was like overwhelmed with like emotion like sam g song that one and then i gotta say temple 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 just absolutely slapped me in the face i was like oh okay already um but yeah those are like the easy ones there's the one song by Mo Vibes called Keep It One Step A Day that when I heard it the first time, I knew like that was like it was like my anthem for a solid like six months. So, yeah, no, I like I'm pretty sure I played the mess out of that song. Like it was on repeat for a while. Solid choices. I, I haven't heard Grot in a long time. Oh, bro. It might, it might do you so good to just go listen to it. Get a quick little like 
what's it called? Like, is it dopamine rush or whatever? I don't know. Whichever one it is. Or you're just like, oh my gosh. Like, oh man, what a song. anything what would you make hmm well <laughs> I would create I taken this straight out of the musical lens I can't even see anything else so I would create like color and like 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 I would like with music I would like if I could if I was like smart enough to understand how to like illustrate specific colors and frequencies or whatever like i would create color like someone sees green and they hear like music for green or like someone sees like blue and orange and they hear like music for blue and orange like i kind of go for that as it is now but like bro if i could like embody that and people be like wow like this color is palpable that would be tight like synesthetic stuff is like it's just so crazy because I'm like, that would be really cool. I would love to like be able to do that. That's dope. I could see that. <laughs> cool. I didn't expect an answer like that. <laughs> no, bro. I don't, honestly, when you said it, it was like either like it was either going to be color or some sort of emotion. Mm-hmm. But like, I feel like that's cliche because most people put emotion into it, and not cliche, maybe overplayed. I didn't mean that. It's just like it's something that's like more common. Yeah. And like, I 
feel like is more shared by many people mm-hmm. but like i have this af- like affinity for like color and different like color palettes and i just love that stuff i feel it next question for you um got a few more here mm-hmm. on my phone <laughs> nice nice any empowering stories you've experienced that you'd like to share that you think back on and inspire you? My whole, my whole progress is an empowering story, TBH. Like (laughs) I was like a year ago, like a year, not even a year ago, I guess it's like a year and a half ago now. Like Heike had like 200 followers, not known at all. Like, uh, I guess like, the short story is like no matter where you are always like continue to like create and like don't give up i really got close i got close really close to quitting like about maybe like um, a year and some change ago like right before the year and a half mark so around like november like october november of 2016 i was ready to drop it all and quit i got my first single release and it went terrible and I just was like ready to just pack it in because I was like, if I can't make it here, then like there's just no way. But like something in me just kind of kept pushing for it because I wanted it really bad. Um, and things start, you know, doors start opening. Um, and yeah, I like kind of looked up and I was with Future and then I was with Treehouse and then I was with Lucy Monday and then I was with, you know, Film Noir and like, I mean, it's just crazy. And the collapse I was getting, it was just like crazy, crazy stuff. So like the thing is like, even when you feel like you're really, really far from it, you're not like, just kind of put your head down and like continue to like own it and try to get as good as you possibly can. There's no ceiling, which is like crazy to think about. Like you can't get like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a master level production. Like, mm-hmm. cause there's so much to learn, but like keep pushing and like, it's it's really much closer than you think it is. You just kind of got to keep reaching for it. Damn. <laughs> Inspiring <laughs> shit. <man. laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's really like, I'm, That's why I want to interview you just because the fact of your progression up to where you are now and where you're going to go is just so crazy. And I, I don't know exactly like follow count you had while I first listened to you, but just knowing that not even that long ago you barely had that many followers is really inspiring so and especially since as i've said and i'm just going to keep saying it over and over soundcloud just like so weird right now and then you go from that and then now you're on different platforms so you're able to like have some traction everywhere else is really cool yeah man ah wow just crazy breathe just breathe a little bit you've accomplished (sighs) so much and you got so Uh, much that you could still do Oh, man, what a spicy time. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> My next question, and I've, I'm going to say this. I, I'm pretty sure if someone's listened to the other interviews, I've, I've said this before, but it's a question I've asked since my first interview, which was back like March of last year. Wow. Um, but here's my question for you, Komenichi. <laughs> <laughs> In case you didn't know, it's so Komenichi. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> um, if you had 24 hours left to live, what would you do with that time? Oh, man. That's stressful, bro. Go make me cry right here on the dot. Oh, man. Yeah. I had to spend it with the people I love, like, 
full-fledged facts. Um, so let's see here. Let's break it up. Um, I wouldn't sleep. Um, so like, I would notify everyone that I have 24 hours left to live. That like my family, a close family. So go see my mom and brothers. Um, tell them I love them a lot. Actually, I might save them for last. Um, I think the first thing is like, maybe create one song kind of like thanking people for everything probably cry a lot and then release it title it something cryptic like 24 or something like that and then <laughs> go see then then it's the mad dash to see family um and my girlfriend and yeah i'd probably do that i just like do music probably for six hours and then we'd travel to see my mom try to get a flight to be a 45 minutes it's been like maybe five hours there or five hours to see my girl or be see my girlfriend spend like most of the day with her um and then spend like the last like 12 hours with my family and yeah that's it that's, good that's a tough one that's yeah. a tough one bro that's a lot that's why i put it last <laughs> I almost cried straight up you know, <laughs> I was like, bro, you can't be talking to me like that because I started thinking. I was like, man, this guy real. And I was like, okay, well, nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is a tough question. I'm just interested in hearing just to ground people more because, I mean, this is a very tough thing to, to do is just living. So, yeah, yeah, man, just reflecting. We've been reflecting this entire interview, and I love that. So, like, just hearing your thoughts on the last questions, a real eye-opener and just to circle back that this is something that you can't take for granted so for sure man all right and then just looking on to the future what can we look forward to next from Chromanichi? nice i always say nice when i hear things because i'm just like that's a <laughs> <know>. good question <laughs> I know. I know. you probably notice that you'll probably be editing you like bro this voice is nice or <laughs> thick or for sure I just kind of like take a moment to like gather my thoughts, and I'm like, man, that was a really good question. I just hope you name a song nice. Oh uh, man, funny. it has to be, and I'll just use myself saying nice, nice. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> since since, uh, since uh, I heard a song, <laughs> some some account just looped your voice. Oh my god, <laughs> bro! The freaking Nietzsche promo page. Oh my god, bro! So me funny. saying oh yeah for 15 minutes, I was in tears. I was like. <laughs> First off, I don't know who it is. It was like getting low key creepy, and I was like, "Yo, what is going on right now?" Like, they snatched literally the second my songs were up, it's up in like reverse, and I'm like, "What are you doing? Like, <laughs> how do you know when I'm releasing music and so fast?" And like, oh my gosh! And the pictures they grabbed from me, I'm like, "Bro, this is deep on my Twitter. Like, you can't just be like snagging my pictures, commenting back to my fans. I'm just like, they're out of pocket. Like, <laughs> I was like, like, what's going on here? Like, literally, it's like." It's a, it's a chromo saying oh yeah for 15 minutes and i just like elevate <laughs> so funny oh, oh man that's oh, good yeah. no, gonna that's have, good. i hope i hope whoever is that person that lis- listens to this and that just loops you saying nice that'd be that'd be pretty nice Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man that's, <laughs> that's funny right there wow um anyway back to the question Oh yeah, the question. What, you, what um, can we look forward to? What what's your next what like release gonna be if you have Bro, an idea? honestly, so next up I got a track with Just Adam 
a bomb rapper. And I'm like, I feel so privileged because he doesn't work with everybody. And he works with Xander. And I feel like Xander is like the exclusive of the exclusive. Like, mm-hmm. OG, like Xander, I mean, like the whole SoundCloud can follow Xander and he still only follows the people he follows. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's like so exclusive. So like Just Adam is like his main producer. I mean, uh, he produces for Just Adam. Um, so I have a track coming out with him um soon and i love it because it's just vibes and it's just adam and i love his he's, his voice his delivery everything the dude's like next to a big like big time i feel like rapper he's just got so much so much substance to him himself like he's just so so great um so that's off top first thing um honestly y'all like and my song graduated everyone's like what's next and i say good question i ain't got that far like i literally like i don't know i'm gonna make a lot of music uh, I want to make a project, but that's unofficial. But like, I want a project to come out since I had an EP coming out before, but then everything got stolen. So I lost all my project files. So then I got kind of discouraged and I was like, ah, what if we didn't? So I'm like trying to get a few singles under my belt, but eventually a project I want to happen. And yeah, uh, a lot more fan interaction and like uh, maybe I'll hop on Instagram live more or, you know, Facebook live and you know, reach out to people and stuff like that. Like, I really enjoy that part of it. Maybe I'll start a YouTube channel. I don't know. I've been thinking about a lot of stuff, but yeah, not quite sure. But things will be happening. Cool. So, it's good stuff to look forward to. I'm like really excited for your future, and like, I wish they didn't steal your stuff for that EP, but I'm sure you're gonna make better stuff. So, oh, man, thank you. <laughs> and hopefully within maybe the next year or so we'll, we'll talk again about that project whenever that is because I, I've, I started doing some interviews specifically about like projects after we do this initial one uh, look forward to that sometime in the future if you're listening to this whenever that is <laughs> yeah um, but yeah final question any last thoughts before we conclude the interview big shout out to Straight up DJing club, which how do, is it? Degen or is it no? DJing? It's Degen because uh, degenerates. Okay, yeah, even though I've... even though degenerates, it's not. I'm not saying we're actual degenerates. It's a misnomer, misometer, misometer. Yes, uh-huh. misometer. Oh, man, it's gonna be a pain in the ass to edit this last part. <laughs> right, let's, let's, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Okay. <clears throat> All right, here we go. Edit that part out. We're about to try it again. All right. Any final thoughts? <laughs> Wait, why are you asking this question? <laughs> I don't know. Let's try to like go with you and saying it. Oh, I thought, it I, thought gonna, I thought you were gonna say shout outs to Den Club. Like you're gonna start from there. <laughs> okay, oh, bro, let's, let's go back. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. That was it's funny. all good. This when I said it, I was like, well, "What am I doing?" Okay. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Here I go. <clears throat> Man, this is why I'm glad we don't do this live. Shit. That'd nah, be so bro, that'd be so funny. Honestly, I mean, it'd be so authentic if people be like, bro, uh, yeah. what the heck? But uh, it's fine. So uh, any final thoughts before we conclude this interview? Yeah, man. Like, like shout out to the Gen Club. Um, it was really cool to talk to you, man, and, like, kind of kick it off and kind of get to know you a little bit better. Um, you kind of talked to me. Like, I don't know, just, like, this is really cool, cool opportunity to, like, be interviewed like this is so tight i'm really excited about that uh also just shout out to everybody like that supported me um period like 
you know who you are. Thank you. You're the realist. Uh, and yeah, that's it, man. Like more stuff coming up soon. And yeah, that's all I got for y'all. Keep it bouncy. No, that's trash. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just I. I don't know. I nice, love y'all. Nice, nice, nice. There it is. Nice, yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm looking forward to what's next, and I'm glad we were able to to talk. It's been a, it's been a while. Like I, in my head, I was like, I need to interview Kromanichi at some point in the next year, and it finally happened. So that's good. Let's go. Um, I'm excited to talk about whatever's next for you in the future. So thanks again for joining us. Follow Kromanichi on everything. (laughs) Wow, hard coming soon. Hard, 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 hard. (laughs) Fire emojis. Fire emojis. Thousand. You said said ten thousand times. Never mind. (laughs) Oh, I did. I went od with the fire emojis. I don't know why. I was. I just like. I couldn't even. Oh, that was a lucid Monday, bro. But it was so bomb. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great rest of your day, wherever you are. Happy birthday if it's your birthday. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. All right. Thanks again, Kromanichi. No problem, man. Thank you. See ya. Yeah, okay, self-worth. Put your family in hell first. I've been up for three days straight and my hair hurts. I need sleep. And them 270s on my feet. Man, this shit don't stop. I just keep on reaching. Might got a kid coming in next season. Gotta show him a million reasons to keep on breathing. Cause this shit ain't easy. It's never been easy, yeah. Okay, I see. 03, drip like ice cream. Y'all shit weak. Y'all vision need Byzine. Self-worth. Put your family and health first. Lessons I learned. Back at the crib, make 10 mil. Then I give five to the kids. Why not? When I got everything I need, that's why. Ma taught me to be selfless. Pop's not around too much. That's on my eldest. Yeah, I take this shit day by day. I'm out in Malibu, knowing this could fade away. Palm trees, shade 45, know they sway. And I do this shit till I'm up on sway. Hey, that's how this goes. I'm in my bag. You need my help, and I need cash, cause ain't shit free. Soon as I get out of the gold, and I'm gone, and there ain't no looking back, cause I'm out of here. Self worth, put your family and health first. Put your family and health first. Self worth, family and health first. And everything will happen in time. Yeah, trust your shit, you gotta love your shit. Yeah, that's self worth. Trust your shit, you gotta love your shit, yeah, that's self-worth Ay, yeah. Everything gon' happen in time Everything, everything gon' happen in time Ay, Trust your shit, you gotta love your shit, yeah, that's self-worth Self-worth, be your family and health first And everything gon' happen in time Ay. Bitch, I'm making moves in the nick of time Elementary cut class in the front of line I was always ten toes when it came to mine Ay, when it came to mind, moving around, spend my allowance on dubs, roll a swisher, then I wonder why I didn't have lunch. Hey, just a kid trying to figure it out. I do this shit, I guess I'm motivated by doubt. Million plays later, I wish they would say something now.